the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in the eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep are Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thank you and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We have a jam-packed show today and we're so excited. I want to welcome in via phone call my partner in justice, Miss Vanessa Russell. Hi, Benita. Hey. Finding you. How are you? Good. Good. We're excited to um, to have a a, a really um, interesting show to showcase some of the um, great entrepreneurial work that uh, folks in the community are doing. And um, and to start that off, uh, I'd like to introduce my brother, um, who uh, I love dearly, but I, I, you know, really respect as a business leader in the community who's been making some huge differences, not only for um, program members from Love Never Fails, but for people throughout the community. And that is Mr. Anthony Carrasco. Welcome, Anthony. Yay! Hi, Vanessa. Glad to be here. Hi! <laughs> so, Anthony is um, actually the, um, uh, he's a real estate agent that works for Cal Bay Realty, but he's leading a team uh, that they call, affectionately referred to as Team Carrasco, a team of uh, five people, including himself, that are going out in the community throughout the Bay Area and helping people to purchase their their homes for the sometimes for the very first time, and also developing um, a variety of folks, like including our program members in in our IM houses, to become the real estate agents of the future. And so, Anthony, I just wanted to kind of first ask you, how did you get started in real estate? And um, and then, you know, and how has uh, Team Carrasco uh, been helping the community, um, you know, today as, as many are pursuing purchasing a home for the very first time? But maybe first, how did you get started? Um, well, you know, I, uh, I actually uh, came from uh, being homeless. I, I was actually homeless in the streets for about uh, three years. I was uh, in, um, in my uh, – I was in – 20, in 23 years of drug and alcohol addiction, 
And um, and uh, about 11 years ago, uh, um, I really got really sick and ended up in uh, emergency. And um, and that 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 uh, that was my last day of using. And uh, and from that time on, I went on into a uh, a clean and sober house. And I met um, the house manager's uh, wife, and her name is Monica Chavez. Mm-hmm. And um, Monica Chavez's uh, mom, Christine Chavez, was had been doing real estate for about 20 years. And um, uh, she invited me and Monica to come, Monica to come work with her. And from that point on, uh, we studied to get our licenses. And um, I studied really hard for one month, and I went and took the test, and I passed it. And it was like one of the happiest days of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, first of all, you know, being clean, and then uh, and then getting into a, a career of my own, and you know, and, and being self uh, self employed was. A blessing, and uh, and from there I just uh, learned the business. Uh, I went on my own, you know, after I broke up with the uh, the Chavez group, and uh, was really successful. And um, from that time on, um, I had been working with myself for about uh, for about eight years, and uh, and then I, uh, you know, I I, I ended up getting uh, a little sick. I was overwhelmed with too much business, and so I decided to create a, a team. And um, I was trying to figure out a way where I could still, you know, help as many people as I could, and uh, but not work myself to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so I created this team called the Carrasco team, and uh, Monica Chavez is my team manager, and we have other agents that are, uh, you know, that wanted to come on the team, and we, we you know, our, our motto is, uh, you know, we want to try and help as many people along the way as we can, and um, within doing that, um, you know, we have helped. Many people get their real estate license. Uh, we have a program that we put them through. Uh, and a matter of fact, we're helping one of the, uh, the girls at uh, the Love Never Fails house. And um, she's in the process of uh, studying for her license. And once she gets her license, she'll be part of the CrossFit team as well. Yay. So, uh, you know, that's, that's that part of it as far as uh, getting started in the, in the business, you know? That is fantastic. Isn't that great? And and did I hear you saying that you had so much business (laughs) that you started to get sick? I mean, is that a... I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but is that a good problem to have kind of sort of, right? Especially when you have a solution, right? right? The solution of of, of leveraging the power of tea, right? Mm. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, you know, and the, and the, the blessed part about it is that you know, um, I, I felt God was just blessing me with, you know, so much business. I, I had to uh, do something about it. And, and every person that's come on our team um, has been a believer. So uh, we consider our team uh, not a job, but a ministry. Mm. And, and um, you know, the ministry is to help as many people as we can, and that's in any way we can. And, you know, that's either helping them get their license or helping them get in, getting into their first home or, uh, you know, selling their home and, you know, setting up their fi- financial future. It's, uh, it's, it's just, um, I mean, I love, I love waking up every morning and, and helping people, and that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, and you're so good at it, and, and I think your testimony really inspires people. When you think about, you know, not me, there's no way that um, I could have an opportunity to be a homeowner. There's no way that I could have an opportunity to be a successful business person. I mean, let's face it. There are skills that you developed out there in the street, right, that you're now using mm. um, for, for the glory of God and um, to help others. 
and to create an input for you and your family. And there's tons of other people out there just like that that need to know that those skills, um, you know, while they're being used for something that they weren't perfect for, there is purpose in those skills, mm. and it's to help other people and to, and to help you provide a way for your family. That's exactly right. And, you know, uh, there is so many programs out there for uh, for people that, you know, we sell homes to people that, that thought that they could never buy a home. Mm. You know, it, it, they may have credit problems or, you know, didn't have the resources for the down payment. Uh, we have programs for all of that. You know, we uh, matter of fact, we just got somebody into a house uh, where she literally just put $200 down. And she had been trying to buy a house for two years. And um, she came to me, and we put a, pro- uh, a program together for her and made a plan, and um, she ended up buying the house three months later. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. That is so exciting. That just, you know, for me, uh, you know, I purchased my first home when I was 29, and, um, and you know, coming from a family who lived in, you know, was on welfare, who um, lived in high poverty, both of my parents have never owned a home. Um, having the opportunity to do that, um, I can't tell you what it's done for my um, sense of just, uh, uh, you know, feeling empowered, feeling like, you know, um, really standing on Philippians 4.13 that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens mm-hmm. me. And I'm just so excited about um, allowing or, or creating a, a, a vision for our young people, and in particular, people who have been exploited or people who have come out of domestic violence situations. You know, it's National uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we're doing a lot so that people will know, no matter your circumstance, there is a second chance for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. I, I truly believe that, and, um, you know, we don't turn anybody away. You know, um, you know in our eyes, everybody is a buyer. Mm. Everybody is capable of buying. We just, you know, and if it's not now, it'll be in God's time, you know. Um, and uh, we, we definitely, uh, you know, if they can't buy today, we put a plan together. And, and, and in God's time, we believe that, that we can get you into a house. And, you know, and, and like I said, I don't treat anybody um, different. I don't care if they have a million dollars or, or, or no, no money. You know, they're all the same to me. I, I treat each one like, like, um, like they're... Their, their family, you know, and, and that I want to help them. And that's my, that's, that's where my heart is. I just want to help as many people as I can. Wow. You know, this show is called Abolition Radio, right? Abolition yep. Freedom. You are providing freedom for so many people. You know, I'm sure the person that you mentioned who, with $200, you know, who would have thought she could become a homeowner? Freedom. Abolition. That's what we're about. Thank you so much, Anthony. Any closing remarks? Um, no, I just uh, you know want to let you know that um, if you uh, if you ever need any assistance, uh, we're, we're Team Carrasco uh, at Cal Bay Realty. Uh, we have an office in Brentwood now. We just opened a new office, uh, one in Walnut Creek, and soon to be in San Leandro. So we cover uh, most of the Bay Area. And um, again, if if you want to put a pet plan together. Just contact me, and I will make it happen. And I really appreciate you, Vanessa, for having me on the show. Uh, It's been a blessing, and and I love what you're doing for the community. Thank you.
Thank you. Okay, well, we'll be right back. We're actually going to hear from Dahlia Shonian of Allstate Realty and Insurance Brokerage, and she is going to be talking to us about, along the same lines about what she's doing in the community. So you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back with another session of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Vanessa has a great partnership to to introduce us to. Yeah, so we're super excited to have on the show today uh, Dahlia Shonian and Lori Johnson um, from Allstate. So Dahlia is actually an owner. Um, I see here you're an owner, agent, personal finance consultant, if you will, um, owner of, of two business locations, one in Walnut Creek and the other one in San Leandro, Dahlia. And we're just so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I feel very honored. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, and then we will also um, have joining us uh, Benita. Uh, Benita is going to be sort of taking it, us through some deeper conversations about the Purple Purse Foundation and some of the great work that, that Allstate is doing. And with us we have Lori Johnson, who's the local and community involvement lead, um, who will kind of be talking about um, ways in which Allstate is engaging with the community, and this month in particular around domestic violence um, and, 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 and partnering around, um, uh, you know, the, spreading awareness in, in celebration of the National Domestic Violence uh, Awareness Month. And so, Dahlia, I, I want to start with you and just um, uh, kind of go back a little bit here. So you're, you're an owner, you're an entrepreneur, but I know uh, you and I were just having a chat during the break that you um, came from corporate America just like just like I am and, and have been sort of working with, you know, Kaiser and AT&T um, or, or Pac-Bell is what it was at that time and a variety of corporate um, um, roles in, in, in senior leadership. And here you are now in this sort of entrepreneurial function um, owning your own insurance brokerage. Tell us about how you made that shift and what it's done for you as a woman in, in the Bay Area. Well, that's a, actually a very good question. Um, as you stated, I did start off my career in the corporate sector, um, primarily in technology. That's where my undergrad is in, in high-speed data. And it was in the course of that position where I was introduced with the concept of, hey, would you like to go to, to law school? Pacific Bell actually approached me with that. Because in my role with working with high-speed data products, oftentimes at Pacific Bell, we were partnering with outside um, companies, such as Yahoo, Prodigy at the time for launching their internet services. And they wanted someone that had the legal background that understood contracts in those engagements. So, of course, I said yes. <laughs> and that's often people ask me, how did you go from technology to law? That's how it happened. And, of course, in the course of my career, I then, you know, at one point left Pacific Bell, and I went to work for Kaiser, still in the, in the capacity of legal and compliance now, and primarily compliance for their contracts, because that's what I focused on for law school for with, when I um, was working for Pacific Bell. 
Um, as you move up the corporate ladder, however, I, I love Kaiser. I love the fact that it was healthcare. I love the fact that it was working with people and the community and servicing and touching um, persons and making sure people got the health care and the, the services they needed. Kaiser also is very involved in the community, so I would also assist and volunteer for different things, heart walk and, you know, with, with awareness about cancer and strokes. And But as you move up the corporate ladder, you get farther and farther removed sometimes from people. And at this point, I was in a very successful um, leadership role for Kaiser, um, again, legal and compliance. And during this time, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, which really drove home for me what mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanted to have the time not only to focus on her care, researching her care, I just began to be more, more invested in um, people having those things that they needed. At that time, we really felt the brunt of the fact that we didn't have things in place like long-term care for her needs and things of that sort. So my, my focus began to shift, and that's when I spoke with my husband about, you know, how do you feel about me making this career change? And he was all for it. He was very supportive in it. He's been self-employed for several years, and now we would go to where we're both self-employed. But it's a change that I made in 2013, and I've not regretted it. Mm. Um, and I've actually really, really enjoyed um, having this um, new role and working with Allstate and still with an organization that loves and embraces the community. Yes, and that's what I really love about, you know, first of all, your heart, um, which comes through clear um, and, and your motivation and in, in, in going into this business to help people, to provide people certain uh, safety uh, nets, if you will, and protection um, as they navigate, you know, the various health um, issues that do come up for all of us and, um, you know, and also risk factors, right, that, that, that come up for all of us. Um, and one of the things that really kind of piqued my interest, in, and, and we'll be talking about this later, but we're going to be doing this um, – we're going to be doing this uh, workshop, this uh, Domestic Violence and Human Trafficking Awareness Workshop, uh, which we've called a SAFE workshop. Uh, we're going to be doing that on next Saturday. Um, that is the 22nd of October from uh, 10 to 12.30 p.m. at New Hope Christian Fellowship in, in Hayward. And yeah. our whole focus in doing that is to raise awareness about how, um, you know, not only about domestic violence, and, you know, and what it looks like and what it is, but also get ahead of the things that make us vulnerable to domestic violence, make us vulnerable to, uh, uh, you know, human trafficking, which are oftentimes poverty, um, oftentimes yeah. the in- inability to provide for oneself. Um, and, and so the fact that you have, um, first of all, made a switch from, from corporate America but you're doing it. You're engaging from an entrepreneurial standpoint in a uh, a business that is providing for you and your husband. And and I, you know, that's 
that's inspirational not only to me as somebody who would like to move in that direction, but I think it's inspirational for people that are listening out there that are thinking, I don't have a way of providing for myself. I have to stay in this domestic violence relationship exactly. um, because I have no way out. Exactly. Right? And that's one thing I do love and I love about the Allstate Foundation and specifically Purple Purse. Um, all states, um, local and community involvement um, department has several areas where we can uh, engage in the community and, and volunteer. But I specifically chose Purple Purse because I really, really love the message that it's sending. Like you mentioned, um, a lot of people hear about domestic violence and they think automatically about the physical uh, when they consider and think about domestic violence. But the truth is financial abuse happens in 99% of all cases of domestic violence. Uh, it's what we call the invisible weapon that keeps that victim trapped. Uh, and abusers use various tactics to prevent the, vi the victim from working or accessing bank accounts, credit cards, and transportation. So that's why the symbol of purple is the national color for domestic violence. I'm not sure if everyone knows that. And the purse it actually represents the woman's financial domain. And that's where the Purple Purse Foundation focuses is actually in helping these, these victims of domestic violence to learn the various attributes of finances and actually help them become financially independent thus not feeling like they have to stay in that situation. Yeah, we talked about in the last segment with um, a real estate agent, uh, Anthony Carrasco, who's uh, running uh, a team of agents that are uh, helping people with first-time, uh, you know, home buying and, and with, that, with that financial freedom. And, 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 and Benita, you know, you said you're providing people freedom, mm -hmm. right? And, and that is... That's what we're all about. You know, we're, this, this show is called Abolition Radio. And so all the ways in which we are enslaved, either in our minds by not knowing our worth, our value, in our pocketbooks by not having a means of providing for ourselves because maybe we haven't had the opportunity or we've literally been kept from pursuing some of those areas and getting that education um, about what, we, you know, uh, what is uh, what we're able to earn about how we might earn it, and also being inspired by people such as yourself, Dahlia, is um, is you know it's where it's at, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, we think about you know women experiencing things like breast cancer and ovarian cancer and lung cancer, but one in four women in America actually experience domestic violence in their lifetime. It's it's really uh, more of an epidemic than people might think. So, you know, there's there's so many um, organizations and resources out there that, you know, like yourself, that help with also just the care and the um, the emotional impact and psychological impact of, of this type of abuse. So, you know, my thinking is, well, what where can my background and my skill set actually lend mm -hmm. support as well? And when you're talking about my background and my, my history with entrepreneurship and business, I, I mean, at least the financial piece in helping educate those, not just women, everyone, anyone that's a victim of it is just is, is the least I could do. As we've said time and time again, you know, using what's in our hand, what we have access to, what we know best, what we do best, using what we do every day to make a difference in the life 
of someone else, right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm so looking forward to our time together on the 22nd with the SAFE workshop, um, taking a look at domestic violence and human trafficking. Thank you so much, Dahlia, for sharing your heart. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to working with you. Um, not only on the 22nd, but other opportunities in the future. Yes, for sure, for sure. And we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And we are welcoming Lori Johnson to the conversation now. Welcome, Lori. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. Um, You are the local and community involvement person for Allstate. Can I probably did not say that correctly, but tell <laughs> us what okay. what you do with Allstate. I am in the local corporate, corporate relations department okay. for Allstate for our California region. And um, so that's why I'm here with you today to talk to you about Purple Purse. Yes. And how we, uh, why it exists and uh, how we involve the community and what we you know, are looking to deal with this. Okay. Well, is Purple Purse like the key uh, avenue that you do that, or are there other uh, community projects that you have? Uh, well, Purple Purse is the key avenue for us uh, doing something in regards to domestic violence right. and financial abuse. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, we do have other um, avenues that we use. Uh, with nonprofits, such okay. as the Helping Hands in the Community Grants that the Allstate Foundation gives. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yes, tell us more about the message of Purple Purse. I know Dahlia, in our last seg- last segment, um, told us about its emphasis on domestic violence victims and financial freedom. Do you have mm-hmm. any more to add to that? Yes. The thing about financial abuse and domestic violence is that they usually go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, about 99% of people who are in domestic violence situations are being financially abused. Mm. They can't leave or they don't stay away because they don't have the financial independence to do so. And that's becoming a, prom- uh, a prominent problem, not in the sense that it hasn't existed, mm-hmm. but um, authorities that help keep us safe, like the police department mm-hmm. and so forth, they use all the past methods and maybe trying to arrest people, and they're not, it's not working. It's not uh, making the problem stop. It's, the victims are having a hard time. So what we found is that it's because they are not financially empowered. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine... You're trying to leave a situation where you're definitely in danger and you have children, but you don't have a dollar to your name. Right, right. You know, and you can't even get to someone that can help you. That is heartbreaking. So what our goal is is for survivors, and I say survivors because people who have made the decision to leave their domestic violence situation Mm -hmm. with 
a support system of a local program, such as Love Never Fails, mm-hmm. okay, can also utilize the tools from Purple Purse. Mm-hmm. Um, on the website, purplepurse.com, there are PDFs that are basically instructional tools, classes, talk, uh, given instruction of how to, for example, manage your finances. Basic information um, there to help the person learn how to rebuild their credit. Um, just understand how everything works so that way when they're going through a nonprofit program that's helping them get their life back together, they're also understanding how to manage their finances so they can be financially empowered. That is great. You know, listening to you talk about the domestic violence victim and the the financial independence that you guys are offering, that is a definite uh, tangent there or a definite um, partnership that the domestic violence victim as well as the human trafficking victim shares. Um, exactly. In every instance, a human trafficking victim um, is being abused financially, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, don't get the freedom to um, have financial peace, particularly the peace that they're being promised or the peace that they would like to have. So um, not only domestic violence victims, but other victims of abuse like um, human trafficking or crimes, I should say, could Mm -hmm. really utilize your service. Exactly. And um, if a person, if anyone's listening and they're curious, they can go to purplepurse.com. We do make a recommendation that if you are a person that's uh, interested in checking this out and you're in danger and you're thinking about leaving, we recommend that you don't use a computer that the person that you're uh, in danger of has access to. You may want to try using a library computer or work computer to look up Purple Purse's information. Right, a public access. Exactly. That's great. That is great. So um, can you briefly, like, make up a scenario where of financial independence for someone, an example? An example of financial independence. Well, um, for some of us, we may not think of something as basic as having a bank account in your own name mm, Okay, as being financial independence. But for people who are in financial abuse situations, something as simple as that, mm-hmm. a checking account, um, a debit card with your name on it, mm-hmm. um, just something that signifies that you have control of it, okay? Um, that scenario in itself, it happens to people so often where when they're being financially abused, their names aren't on the account. Right. They can't call and make changes. They can't do anything. Right. And that's why I wanted you to give an example, because mm-hmm. most people mm-hmm. don't even think about that. You know, they don't even think that, well, I don't have any freedom. You know, they don't think about the fact that they don't have freedom. So I wanted you to give that, you know, just simple example of something that a person can do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to 
begin the process of establishing themselves? Well, the first thing that you could do to begin to establish yourself with financial empowerment, I'm going to start off ground up, so just bear with me for a second. No problem. Like I said, you gotta, you have to be brave enough, and this is hard, to find a resource that you trust mm-hmm. and the support to leave the situation. And so I know that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But those that are ready, you know, if they are ready to utilize a nonprofit, that's the first step to financial empowerment. Um, it's because the pers- you as a person have empowered yourself in your mind first. Right. Okay. No one, once you have freed your mind, the rest of you will be free. Mm. And, and, you, to- and like you mm-hmm. said, that's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. Not for people who are being financially abused, and then most of the time it's accompanied by some sort of physical abuse. Right. It's terrifying the threats that that come if they leave, what could happen to them if they go. And that's why it's so important for nonprofits like Love Never Fails to be supportive Mm -hmm. and be out there as resources for people to go to when they're ready to empower themselves so that way they no longer are living in misery. Right, right. And we try very hard to be that organization who is there, whether to hold a hand or to advocate for or to just, you know, be there to share a hug when that is needed because it's so, so important. It's hard for someone who um, is in a situation who, first of all, has had the guts enough to take that first step, let alone to do more. Yes. So thank yes. you guys for what you are doing there. And and Allstate, particularly, um, taking on this issue and wanting to make an impact, using oh. w- what they have to make an impact in the lives of others, a positive impact. Financial freedom is definitely, and independence is definitely needed for all, you know, not yes. just uh, victims of abuse or crime, but we all need that in today's economy. I'll just put it that way. Well, you know what? We're going to continue this conversation, and we will be right back with another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. You know, we have been talking with Lori Johnson, who is the local and community relations person for all state. And um, I'm interested, Lori, in, you know, we've been talking in this segment, not just a segment on this particular show, about using what we have in our hand, our gifts, our talents, mm-hmm. our, whether it's our, our jobs, you know, being entrepreneurs, uh, self-employed, using whatever we have and making a difference to help someone else in the community. Um, I'm curious 
I'm really curious. How did Allstate come about um, with this to take on the, the, the topic or the issue of domestic violence? The Allstate Foundation and then there's Allstate Insurance Company. Okay. The Allstate Foundation is a nonprofit okay. organization, and that is the organization that created the Purple Purse campaign. Gotcha. They begin to find that our current method of solving the issues of domestic violence in our society mm-hmm. aren't solving it. Mm. And the reason why I say it that way is because the rate of domestic violence has not decreased enough. Mm. So, and also local law enforcement agencies and so forth are looking for other solutions okay. on how to help people. Um, and that's where they've come up with you know, the Purple Purse campaign, okay. and they found that financial abuse is the number one reason why people end up staying in domestic violence situations. Mm. Um, unfortunately, when uh, women are killed, it's usually because it's connected to domestic violence. That's what they found out statistically is uh, happens more often than what we think. Mm-hmm. And so how they end up in this situation is because of the fact that either they have left a situation and uh, they just have not had the proper support to come, to get them all the way out so they go back, or um, they left a situation and they just don't have any support at all. Mm-hmm. And so between the nonprofits, um, helping a person in programs like the Purple Purse campaign, which focuses on financial empowerment, that's how a person becomes a domestic violence survivor that is not going to enter another domestic violence relationship. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. That's very good. That is a prime example. You know, a couple of weeks ago we had... Um, a young lady by the name of Selah on, and she uh, is a graphic artist by by trade, but she wanted to do something to help victims of human trafficking. And what she chose to do was to um, uh, open an apparel company called Revival Apparel. And she finds fabric from all over... And uh, she takes the colors from the fabric to make these beautiful um, uh, Afghans. And they are just beautiful. And she Mm -hmm. gives part of her proceeds to Love Never Fails as a means to help give back to help trafficking victims. Because that's what Mm -hmm. she chose to do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just things like that. Tell us more about the Purple Purse Foundation. How does uh, the Purple Purse, how does that, how can people get involved with that? Okay. So the Allstate Foundation has a Purple Purse campaign page. It's called uh, purplepurse.com. Mm-hmm. Donations can be made through the page. So any of you out there that are curious about Purple Purse and wish to make a donation, just go to www.purplepurse.com, and it's 
very easy to donate. Um, we also have a campaign going on there where if you want to make a donation of $10, um, you can purchase a Purple Purse Charm, which you can put on your purse. Uh, guys out there, you could put it on your belt buckle. Um, I've seen them. Charm. They're really nice charms. Yeah, very nice great, charms. aren't they? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have one on my purse. I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking about it. Um, and each charm comes with a story of a person that's a domestic violence survivor, a financial abuse survivor. Mm. And it's very inspirational. Um, it also is a conversation piece. When you're out, it gives you a chance to spread, you know, uh, awareness mm-hmm. of what's going on. More, the more that all of us are aware, the more that we are going to be voices against what's happening. Um, not just through talking about it, but encouraging someone else to donate. So programs like Purple Purse can keep going and help people. And you just never know who you may be talking to. That's that right. may be someone in need. That is right. That is right. Well, we um, will have an opportunity for um, our followers and listeners to uh, participate in uh, the Purple Purse Foundation at our uh, workshop next Saturday that Vanessa mentioned earlier, our SAFE workshop, talking about domestic violence and human trafficking and the links there and the similarities there. Um, You stop on by and you will have that opportunity to um, get involved and to help out both organizations. In our next segment, we will be giving you dates and give more information in that regard regarding um, that workshop as well, as well as many others. So come on back and join us and get the latest in events and activities of Love Never Fails and with Allstate. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Thank you and welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. It is event time. And Lori, first of all, I just want to say thank you once again for being here with us today. And um, do you have some uh, events possibly that you guys have coming up? or? Well, what we've been doing company-wide is that the employees at the different all-state offices throughout the country and internationally, mm-hmm. have been um, recognizing October as Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Yes. So the offices are decorated in purple. They have messaging uh, regarding financial abuse. Uh, we have each office doing events. For example, one office is wearing purple shoes. Um, we have another office um, playing uh, so how can I say, dressing up their leadership in purple and having them do a little competition so we could raise funds to donate to purplepurse.com. Mm-hmm. The whole goal of all of this is for all the offices to combine to raise over $100,000 in donations to purplepurse.com. So that way this wonderful um, campaign can keep going. 
Um, and uh, it's it's really exciting. I've been wearing purple basically every day this month, and, uh, and it's great. It's my birthday month, and uh, purple's a great color. So yeah, that's great. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you. So great. So those are all great ideas. Thank you so much once again. And for uh, Love Never Fails, we have, um, we are currently right this minute, as a matter of fact, at Fort Mason at the Worldwide Women and Girls Festival that is being held there today. It's a jam-packed day for us here at Love Never Fails. And tonight is our monthly outreach and that will be in San Francisco as well. So you still have time to come on down for training at Faith Fellowship Church at 577 Manor Boulevard in San Leandro. Uh, if you have never been with us on out on outreach and um, we will be leaving from there, but come on down tonight at seven, we'll be training and we will head on out for the evening to outreach to the vulnerable population. And next Friday, the 21st, I will be a panelist um, for the Department of Status of Women, Alameda County at Washington Hospital. And that is, I want to say it's 6.30 to 8.30 on Friday evening. So come on out and um, hear what we have to say in regards to domestic violence and human trafficking. And then the next morning at New Hope Christian Church at 22110 Montgomery Street, we will be having, as we've been speaking of earlier today, our safe workshop, um, how to stay safe from domestic violence, from human trafficking. And um, Dahlia, who was on an earlier segment of this show, will be uh, one of our workshop leaders, as well as our very own Michelle Morgan. So come on out and learn more about this population, about things and ways you can uh, learn about overcoming domestic violence and human trafficking, as well as preventing domestic violence and human trafficking. We will have information about the Purple Purse uh, project from the Purple Purse Foundation and Allstate there as well. And it would be a great collaboration. We're really, really looking forward to it. It's 10 to 1230. And um, so come prepared for a jam-packed two and a half hours there and bring all your questions and you will get all of your answers there that morning. Before I get off the air, I do want to thank Anthony Carrasco as well for sharing about um how he has come from homelessness to being a realtor and and opening doors for others to receive homes who never even thought that possibly they would be homeowners. He and Team Carrasco um, have been working diligently and, and making uh, opportunity and making a way for various individuals to either become a realtor or to own their own homes. So our thanks again, Anthony, and our hats are off to Team Carrasco at Bay Realty there. 
and purplepurse.com if you're interested in that. Go there and check it out. Thanks again to Dahlia and my fearless leader and partner in justice, Vanessa Russell, and you too, Lori Johnson. And for the rest of you, if you have not heard today, let me be the first to say that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors, and the ones who still escape our eyes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.